Hello, friends, and welcome to the fourth episode of From the Van. It's a podcast from my van. I invite friends to come into the van and talk about their relationships with residential vehicles and pretty much anything else that they want to talk about. We are in New Cuyama, California, up in northeastern Santa Barbara County for a weekend-long van life gathering. I ran into Sean and Bree. Our dogs got along great. Uh, We had a beer, and I invited them to come be on the podcast. As a result of us being at this van life gathering, uh, you may hear some background noise and interruptions and whatnot. Um, I'm sure Spin will be whining throughout the podcast, as always. Um, But I think you should still be able to hear us. And uh, just a reminder that the podcast is available on most of the podcast platforms, um, and it's also available as a video series on YouTube. Uh, You can find all of that. Uh, Follow us at from the van all one word on instagram and uh new as of a couple of days ago uh we also have from the van.com it's one page and it's basically just a link to all the different media and social media platforms uh, so go to from the van.com give us some follows and likes so that people that we don't know will actually hear this someday uh, and all of that is very much appreciated so here's episode number four of from the van brie and sean sean and brie where are you guys from Oh. <laughs> okay. Where'd you oh. grow up? Oh, you grew up in Oklahoma. I know that. Yep. But did you grow up together? You like childhood kid sweetheart things? Uh, n- not yes, kind of. No. Okay, okay. So I'll start. <laughs> um, I grew up in all of Oklahoma. It's like middle of like you think of Oklahoma like rural Oklahoma. That's where you're at. Like no, the one stop sign. Okay. A church, a school. A paved road and a gas station. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, we don't have football. We got baseball, basketball, cheerleading, softball. That's it. Well, that's crazy because I went to a tiny school, but football was all that mattered. Right? <laughs> okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Wait, was that in Texas? <laughs> uh, South Carolina. Okay. Oh, right. It's that's the right, real sorry. South, not right. Texas. They're the new South. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, like, I'm talking small enough to where we went to the school where pre-K through 12 was like, what, 550, mm-hmm. maybe? Mm-hmm. I graduated with 22. She graduated with, what? 30. 30, and it was a big class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, we were not, like, childhood sweethearts or anything. Yeah. Um, I do remember seeing her on the playground in middle school. How, how far apart are you guys? Just a year. A year, a year. just one year. Yeah. So, you were always in each other's range. Yeah, right, we, yeah were we knew each other. Yeah, yeah. After eight we were like, or I would, I would, like, we were friends, acquaintances. Like, we didn't, yeah. really, we didn't hang out, but yeah. we like saw each other. You know, yeah. small, small school. We had like math class together, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she graduated. I was still in school, whatever. We went to the same college. Yep. Um, my roommate dated her roommate in college, so we were like party adjacent. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. never really communicated around each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were around each other. Her boyfriend lived across from the quad and me in the apartment complex, so we what were always... an asshole. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my, Basically. You know? No, he's a cool, he's a really cool guy, actually. Um, and we always, you know, saw each other. We were partying around. Um, mm-hmm. She graduated, uh, moved to Dallas. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that till after, but a couple years went by and uh, reconnected through Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So we got together after we'd both been out of college. Um, you'd been a couple years? Yep. Yeah. And I was, wow. I was getting... So the moral I was like of the story a, is, don't hesitate. Get in those DMs. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly, crush. exactly. <laughs> Try at it. So, um, but yeah, ever since then, like, we did long distance for about a year. That's yep. gnarly. And then I went, hate that. It's awful. Yeah, it's, it was, awful. I wouldn't recommend it. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. But you made it. That's yeah. Good. yeah. It. Cool. Barely. <laughs> Barely. She <laughs> wanted to bounce a lot. Like, uh-huh. I was still hanging out with my bros. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I always I always erred on the side of overcommitting in those situations. <laughs> right. And so yeah. I ended up with a bunch of like, I'm gonna move to you, and then everything fucking crashes and burns. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've got to be a water sign. <laughs> I'm not. No. Really. I'm Leo. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I told you he was like Trent. <laughs> we got a buddy that you walked by and I was like, that's totally Trent. <laughs> oh yeah. Our buddy, he's a Leo. What a dick. No. no. I mean, we love this guy. Love he is him. like, he was, he was our second best friend, and the only reason second because we met him second in Seattle. So, mm -hmm. Back sure. to my story. We <laughs> we got together. We were together like long distance for a year. I was finishing up a degree and like an internship and stuff. Mm -hmm. She moved back with me in our college town then we moved to Seattle mm -hmm. and we cool. were yeah. there for a bit um, so you're in a short wheelbase mm -hmm. right 144 yep mm -hmm. 144 um, did you what'd you do to build it oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, learned everything I guess <laughs> um, so yeah we had never really built anything before watched a lot of youtube videos well that's not true sean had built a speaker box before so basically he was right, a professional yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i built a, yeah, a janky speaker box in high school with yeah. some glue plywood yeah. and in like a shop class or something no, no. and just because on the farm you know yeah, like, yeah. whatever you know it's like covered it in some carpet and like i didn't want to pay 80 dollars for speaker box because my buddy gave me a speaker right right so one okay. of those things so we were fine it was fine yeah and are <laughs> you full-time in it Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. All right. For how long? Since August. Okay. You got a month on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so that was um, our second van. Technically, our second. Van. Oh, really? Our first van was a '97 mm -hmm. Dodge B2500. Um, so it's like a I'm trying to envision this. That's a pretty big van, a 2500, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like the short, you could get like the short full size van, like a, a G20 or a uh -huh. G10, I guess, a Chevy. Um, this was a little bit longer, and then we had a fiberglass top on it. Oh, yeah. So it had That's like cool. the lux, the plush, like captain chairs. Could you stand up in it? Kind in of. the front, so it okay. tapered back, uh, and uh, it had like a powered like fold-out seat in the back for a bed. Oh, rad! Um, we well, we up, got it. In. Yeah, we ended up gutting it. Uh -huh. We got it from a guy in the middle of the desert in wa Eastern Washington. Yeah, ended up gutting it. Um, we were we did put like insulated the floor, did subfloor, covered it in marine carpet, built a uh -huh. platform bed, and like this is tough. We can't do <laughs> we can't do this on the side street in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. So it was literally the side street. Like we had an apartment complex, and we like uh -huh. got a power cord and like run it through the building. Uh, and you're trying to <laughs> yeah. We had like a 400 there. foot like extension cord and a jigsaw yeah. like uh -huh. doing this. So, awesome. yeah. Um, it was us two. We had a 10 pound dachshund. We still have the 10 pound dachshund. Mm -hmm. And about Milo. Yeah, yeah, Milo. Yeah, yeah. Milo. And we had a 70. She was about 70 pounds. 70 yeah. pound boxer at the time. Mm. And we're like, you know what? It's just we want to do van life so bad let's her brother lived in north carolina and we're like let's drive cross country quit our jobs um so you she, went there in the dodge yeah. yeah okay we took a month to get out there just kind of hit some national parks hung out Fuck some yeah. friends uh before that she had quit her job early and started her own marketing business um so yeah i was ready to go <laughs> what what timeline was it that you went to Greensboro, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Greensboro. So we left in two, September, or yeah, September 2017. We left Seattle. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then we got to Greensboro at the end of September. Okay. And then it took us 
until February 2018 to find our Sprinter van, mm -hmm. and then another six months to build it out. Sure. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, you got this impulse. You were like, you said uh, we wanted to do van life so bad. Uh, <laughs> so in badly. Seattle. Why? Can I tell the story? It's my you, favorite. You can tell. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go home, like, we'll let her tell it, and then I'll go like okay. later. Okay. So <laughs> I have had the itch forever to be nomadic. Like once I figured out people like they write blogs and they make money, and mm. these people live these lives where they're just in Europe bouncing around. I figured that out late in life, unfortunately. Like mm -hmm. I'm, well, like 25. It's not like, but still, they're like 18 year olds that leave and go do it. Yeah. And so I knew I wanted to do it, but we had these two dogs, and so going to Europe was gonna be like 50 grand, right? Right. Or that's what everyone does. Like, oh, I'll save 50 grand and go. And mm -hmm. who could save 50 grand in Seattle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so expensive. It's a lot of money. So we were trying anyway. So I was like, whatever, we're going to do it. And so we went on a road trip and it was for his birthday. And we were out of town and we stopped at like this viewpoint. And the dogs got out and they were running. And we're just having a good time. You know, like whenever mm -hmm. you're in a moment of flow where, you know, yeah. you're, the chatter in your brain stops. You're just having a great moment. And I'm like why can't it always be like this? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait, why can't it always be like this? <laughs> and my mind just started turning and I was like, Sean, let's quit our jobs, sell our stuff and just live in the six, we had a Ford Escape. I was like, we're gonna live in our car. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, he just like sat there really quiet. And then you can tell him, I thought that he was sitting there trying to think of how he could talk me out of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, it turns out it was actually. So um, <laughs> in college, uh, before we got together, I lived with a couple of guys I actually grew up with. They were my brother's age. Mm -hmm. They were, I guess, one was my brother's age, one was a year ahead, and like their mom had babysat me. We always had this envision, like, hey, let's do a cross-country road trip. Let's just buy a van and just, you know, like, smoke out and just, like, go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. that was, like, how it started. We were in, like, a smoke circle, pretty mm -hmm. much. Um, which was, you know, a great idea at the time. We never, we never did it, of course. Um, but I always wanted to just like buy a van, hang a hammock, take my dog, and just see see the states. Sure, sure. See the world at that time, you know. Uh -huh. um, so the whole time she's talking to me about this, I'm thinking, how am I gonna trick her into really doing this? <laughs> you know, like really, I'm thinking like she's talking shit right now. Right, she's just fucking. But with I'm gonna me. make her fucking commit. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm thinking, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hear her out, like, and. I, I'm a Libra, so like I think out loud a lot. Not out loud, inside his head is what he means. But I think it's out loud, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and so the whole time I'm like, okay, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do? So I'm just gonna let her just like spill her beans, yeah. let her get it out, and like make her think she's convincing me. But the whole time, this <laughs> is the <laughs> this is a long con, you know. Like I've been playing this. You for manipulative bastard. I know, right? <laughs> like since we got together, because I remember when I when we first got together, I was like, how do you feel about living in a van? She's like, fuck no. Uh -huh. No sure way. Though. Like, yeah, living in a van true. down by the river, some Chris Farley, like, junky shit. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Redneck hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. And I was excited. Like, I I could barely hold it in. And I'm surprised. It was like a three-hour road trip, and I didn't say a word about it. Mm -hmm. I just let her talk. Mm hmm And it was, what, a couple of, maybe a couple of days later, I'm like... Yeah, he waited that long. Let's get a van. Yeah. Yeah, and she... And she uh, this truck isn't big enough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I was like, the escape won't work. Like, I, cause I even like showed her some platforms, like what people did in like a, a Twitter Prius, mm -hmm. um, a, a, like a Transit Connect. Mm -hmm. a, the Metris wasn't even like out yet. Right, right. Like that. This is a new thing, and yeah. like, the Connect. They're like, still pretty rare. Right, and it was like 
what we're gonna have to take out the seat and then the, what if we ever want to upgrade the reset light he's not gonna work mm -hmm. it's like we should just get a fan you know and at the time i had a volkswagen diesel mm -hmm. um they had the whole recall thing with that so i ended up selling my car back to the dealership. Cashing in. Yep. And they, yeah, dude. they paid it off and gave me like eight grand. I've heard so many awesome so stories cool. like that. Oh, like, like literally, they gave me more than I paid for the car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd had it for two years and it had what, 60,000 miles on yeah, it. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, cause I was a remote salesman, so I drove all over the state of Washington. Right. Um, 60,000 miles on this car in two years. And they paid it off and gave me 8,000 more. Yeah. Um, so we that's had amazing. We had a little bit of capital to like play with, and we yeah. found this like conversion. Yeah, cool. That's what we thought we wanted. I know, right, dude. You got just what you wanted, and then you're and now you're bored. All of a sudden, let's play. You wanna play? Uh oh. I'll play. Uh oh. I got your Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is turned into a dogs of Instagram yeah. podcast now. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um, but yeah, so we built that out. Went to North Carolina. Um, we realized it wasn't big enough in the month we were there. Right. Yeah. And we were you were living in the van in North Carolina. Like, you didn't get a place in North no. Carolina. No, no. We actually um, rented, a, rented a room out in her brother's house uh -huh. yeah. while we were there. Um, and she was taking off on her business. Yeah. Like, getting clients and stuff. So mm -hmm. she started a marketing business. Tell me the story about the business. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, sure. Just get him some water. Oh, yeah. Carry on. Okay, cool. So basically, I think it was just along that line of thinking, like I was for sure that I was going to make this work and yeah. I'm like the dreamer, like it's fine to sell everything, we'll figure it out. Where Sean's more like practical, like, okay, well, we need to be able to make money on the road. How are we going to do this? So I was like, okay, well then I'm going to figure this out. So I don't know the bucketless bombshells. Um, they create this like course for their marketing is like for millennial women to work online and travel the world. I and have no idea about this thing. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Cool. Yeah, they're super popular now. At the time, they they weren't that popular. I mean, they were doing well, but they had just started. And so I took their course and I learned how to become a virtual assistant and do email marketing. And I was like, uh -huh. oh, I can totally do this stuff because most people already do it in their office jobs, anyways. They just kind of show you the way how to build your business yeah, and yeah. go from there. So. I decided to do that and I started it and then I quit my job and realized that rent was expensive and starting a business doesn't make you rich, <laughs> turns right, out. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so... Wait, this all happened in Seattle before we even got yeah, to North Carolina. Yeah, that was in Seattle. Yeah. That's convenient. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you figured out the the tricky shit before right. you like yeah. mm -hmm. added some more variables, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then like um, I got... We actually moved out there with intentions of me working for a company, and they ended up kind of, we didn't really know at the time, but they are like, oh, we're not gonna be able to hire you. And they were bought out by another company, so mm -hmm. I ended up like, shit, what am I gonna do, right? right. Like, she, she just started this company. It's like, on the foundation, she's doing great, you know, but what am I gonna do to like, put money towards this whole goal we have? Uh -huh. So, I went out and bought a suit. Like I had a, I had a huge, I had a huge beard at the you time. You mean this literally? This yeah, is yeah not no, like, no, like literally, I figurative. No, thing. no, I went out and I went to Express and I bought a suit. Okay, <laughs> and I shaved and I got a haircut, like because I had, I had kind of like shaggy hair, not as long as I have now. Uh, I had a big beard though, like, uh -huh. and I'm like, I actually just started driving up and down like the main area in Greensboro. It's not, it's like, it's a city, but it's not real big, and I went to like. All these places, and I finally, you know what? 
I see Hondas everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, and I had a sales background. I was like, I'm going to sell Honda cars, right? So first, I'm like, I went to CarMax. I walk mm-hmm. in, because it's on the way to, to the Honda dealership. There's like 15 dealerships on this one road. CarMax is the first one on the way I was going in. CarMax is like, oh, you have to apply online. Once you apply online, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whatever. I was like, I went down, and I, I, I turned around, because I was like, I'm going to go home and apply. Mm-hmm. They, they need people. Pass Honda, I'm like, at a stoplight, a busy stoplight, all the cars around me are like, within, the 10 cars around me are like, nine of them are Hondas. Yeah. Hondas on the right. You're like, this is easy. So I pull into <laughs> Honda, I'm already like dressed, I have my resume and I, I walk in, I'm like, some guy's trying to sell me a car right when I walk in the door. I'm like, right. I'm actually here to see if you guys are hiring. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. hang on a second. I had a set for like 15 minutes. They, they come and talk to me. Um, they're like, yeah, we like, we like your background, whatever. We want to hire you. Just yeah. pass a drug test, all you that did. stuff, you know, whatever. <laughs> Fill out this application. I'm like, okay, I'll. He's like, do it online. I'm like, okay, well, I can. I'll go home and then call. He's like, no, no, no. Here, do I, it now. I'll go home and drink a lot of Golden Seal. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's like, no, no, no. Do it, do it now. And I'm like, okay. So I do it there. He's like, tell me when you're ready. So I told him, everything was good. I started like the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And. I started selling cars just to kind of supplement the income while she's building her business while we could find a bigger van. Yeah. Mainly. Um, and the goal wasn't to just like leave. We were just going to do it like short term while yeah. I worked at the dealership. And it got to the point where the grind of the dealership working six six days a week kind of like my day, one of my day off, I would still go in so I wouldn't lose a sale. And it was just, it got to where I was working so much. And yeah. finally just, we went to Florida on a little vacation. I got back and I was like, this isn't for me. It's not what yeah. I want to do. I quit in June after we had got the van in February. Mm-hmm. Working only a couple, like I said, one and a half days pretty much a week. Right. Uh, building it out. And I quit in June. Try to get it done as fast as I could. Um, and then we left in August. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so left. what's your setup? What do you have in there? Um, right now it is, uh, we have a 300 watt, three 100 watt solar panels on mm-hmm. top for energy. Um and then two 100 amp hour AGM batteries. Uh-huh. So we opted for a dorm fridge just because of cost. The uh, front loader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, it was like 110 bucks at yeah, Home Depot. Yeah, sure. Um, we got a 2000 watt pure sign inverter with a 4000 surge. Uh-huh. It'll cover that. Um, and then we went with actually an induction cooktop, mm-hmm. um, which it works. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does pull um, it drains a lot with the uh, dorm fridge, mm-hmm. um, and we were okay for a little while. We we ran a few solar problems in the northeast in the fall, mm-hmm. so we uh, ended yeah. up getting a battery isolator to cover that. But we realized we're idling a lot, yeah. and we would still drain a lot of the battery. Um, once yeah. we got out to California, we decided to get a little propane cooktop to okay. like, supplement that. Yeah. Um, we could probably cook anytime here because the sun <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, sure. Um, within like, we could wake up at 8 a.m. by 10, we're fully charged. All right. I'd never seen a full charge on the East Coast, even in in Florida once or twice. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we were cooking, we were making coffee, breakfast, lunch, and yeah. dinner on the induction, so yeah. we were draining hard. Yeah, yeah. And then at night, we're like, oh, we've never, we've only ran out of power one time, and that was in Maine, um, in September. Mm-hmm. September, August or September in Maine. Mm-hmm. We ran out some power, but we were like five days straight with no sun. Yeah. And just driving off, you know, the isolator. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but yeah, like everything's 
been good now we got so we have we also so we have a a bed that turns into like a table mm -hmm. so the pretty typical like the u-shape yeah 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 mm -hmm. where you have like you can has the uh, what is it lagoon the, the lagoon, lagoon that actually goes into I like a table that thing, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. yeah well we wanted to be able to work on the road uh -huh. and so we knew that we had to make the space where i could work and not like be super uncomfortable be right. cramped sure. and have a space big enough for a bed so mm -hmm. and also i love to cook so yeah like if people we meet other vanners we would yeah. want to have room where we could host a, a couple or a few other people like the most we've had in our van eating is six people yeah six people so far cool. so we have kind of like a u yeah. So the yep. back's enclosed, and we have a U. We could fit six people in there. Yeah, cool. And that's without using, like, the front seats or, uh -huh. you know, something like this. One of my favorite things to do uh, with my friends and family and associates who, like, are kind of weirded out by the whole van life <laughs> thing is, like, go to their house and make them breakfast. You right, know? yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, man. I'm gonna make you breakfast and it's gonna be better than what you ate yesterday. <laughs> and I live in a fucking car. Right. You know? right. I, I love you that. You don't know sort what it's like, like living in a car and being twist. Yeah, sweet revenge. Yeah. So, uh, what do, you, do you have like, are there things in your van that you like wanna fix or change? Or? <laughs> so many. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I feel like when you build a van yourself, it's always like mm -hmm. changing. The main thing is we left before it was done. We didn't have a backsplash or like our battery box is like hanging out in the door and it's it's great but like we don't have a face on our battery box yeah know. our the face of our cabinets actually it was like we had leftover stuff and like what are we gonna do we gotta finish it let's just throw something up there to like hold the cabinet shut <laughs> yep. for now and then we'll hit the road mm -hmm. and that was six months ago right We're yeah still i was gonna like, say like seven we still months haven't finished later, it yeah like, but we did do a backsplash on the road we ended up doing um, she actually her and her niece with the hobby lobby yeah in Texas and found this beautiful like mosaic sticky tile mm -hmm. we absolutely love um, and it's sticky tile it's, so yeah. we thought we're gonna have to do like the real tile that all like yeah, yeah. rent a tile you know, cutter the beautiful yeah. Instagram photo show <laughs> <laughs> yeah but this is like we we love it and it's it's a sticker it's like a, a four by four square there's a ton of them of course you so, like put them up mm -hmm. yeah, we did cool. we actually did that at the beach in uh, Miami yeah one of the dog beaches in Miami we just did it, it took like three hours <laughs> awesome yeah. What's your outlook on um, on van life? Like, are you gonna do this for another three days or years <laughs> or decades or what's your Go what's ahead. your program? What's your plan? Um. He's like, we talk about that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll let her go first, and I'll tell you my like vision I for life right now. Um. Yeah. So I think I think I I don't remember who it was. Some famous fan life or they said we're gonna do it until it's no longer fun mm -hmm. i think that's my outlook too like mm -hmm. we're, we're gonna do it until one day we're like okay maybe we want to go to europe or maybe right. i just okay finally I, I need a house i need like a stable place but i imagine that to be like at least a year to three years right cool. so a yeah. while my whole envision for van life is like now that i've like sunk the treble hook and got her in yeah know? like never getting out <laughs> no it's not never getting out but i would love to have a piece of land somewhere and park a bus on it mm -hmm. and build a house on this bus you know and have that my stationary house and still have a van to be able to travel full time does this bus in in your mind does this bus work can you drive it if you need to either way Okay. I don't have to. I saw the van if I need to leave. Well, so why why would you do a bus instead of just like? Uh, I've always loved the idea of foundation. a foundation. Uh, it just because it, it's cute. 
Yeah, right. It's like, like super I wanna... Pinteresty. Not even that. I'm just like when I was a kid, I'm like, man, I want, I want a school bus. Uh-huh. You know, like a treehouse. I, I would do a treehouse. I love treehouses. So yeah, like, yeah, a treehouse yeah. would be awesome too. And like the Northwest, we we were in Seattle and like we're obsessed with the Northwest. Like every mountain range we see is like. It's nothing like the Northwest, you know. Like yeah. we've even been to the it's Rockies true. a couple of times, and we're like, the Rockies are beautiful, but just there's so like much lush and green about the Northwest, and uh-huh. you, I just I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, the ferns and everything. Uh-huh. It's, it's just it's wet and moist, so it's cold a lot. Yeah, but I could see myself in a treehouse there. Yeah, if I have to. Not if I have to. I'd love treehouses. If you get to. Get <laughs> That's to. right. <laughs> but I could also see myself out like somewhere in like maybe have like a couple of acres in the desert somewhere with this bus that's like totally off grid or we kind of talked about earlier uh the sandbag houses yeah 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 uh, i would love to build like a homestead and a sandbag house and like rainwater catch and solar or a wind turbine even um grow my own vegetables you know or you know i could have a brick and mortar house somewhere or maybe if yeah. we ever make it big a loft in New York City right. and have <laughs> that for a spot too. Dream, that would right? be ultimate. Have a loft in New York City, the van, and then also maybe a place in Europe. That's always been my my whole thing. Like, cause I like everyone else, mm-hmm. I got really into the whole like tiny house Netflix yes. and YouTube right, series, yes. and I was like, oh, this is so cute and cool, and I don't need a whole lot of shit. But then I started thinking about it, and as like a like a cyclist and pedestrian advocate and like a a, a environmentalist I was like wait a minute though if you want to buy you know a thousand square feet of property Mm -hmm. and put a 400 square foot house on it the only places that that's really available are out in the boondocks and if you're gonna live out there why are you gonna drive around an automobile that has the same footprint as your home right why not just drive your home around yeah and uh tree houses are super sexy to me but also i love like as much as like most people who live in vans as much as i love to be out in the middle of nowhere and see nobody for a few days i'm a city guy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like the sexy thing to me is like i would love to be able to live in a in a city and be able to get away at the same time Mm -hmm. and like i don't think that for the masses van life is a like culturally or real estate wise like a sustainable solution because if everybody did it, there'd be nowhere for us to be. Right. right. Um, well, that's why I but, feel like. Yeah. Even having. That's why I would. I would if we did the, like the loft in New York City, a treehouse, or a school bus. When we're not there, Airbnb that out so someone can experience that lifestyle. Yeah. Well, we're in the van traveling full time. You know, yeah. and still, I I can't ever see me going back to a job like even the job I had as a salesman. That was the first job I ever had where I was at an actual office at a place yeah. all the other jobs it was like merchandiser where I went to different stores right I was account manager for Coca-Cola you know I was a field sales rep for Samsung like uh-huh. all over I had 30 or 40 stores mm-hmm. and like I worked from home and drove to these stores I never went to an office every single day and did right. that I can't see myself doing that yeah. So like working from the road, that's what I love. You can just pop up in the door and you're somewhere new. What are you doing now? So um, we're doing this marketing gig. Oh, you guys are working yeah. together. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful, man. So we just kind of like yeah. she's the brains behind it. She like assigns me tasks. I'm learning as I go. Rad. Yeah, helping her out with like some social media accounts and stuff. So yeah, yeah. my um 
my the subjects of my first podcast. Mm. Uh, she is like one of my very best friends from college, and oh. her husband, and they do like a climbing gear marketing sort of nice. thing. And they're cool. and so they're like on the road a whole bunch too. They have a van and. Um, and they work together in the same in the same business. She's an acupuncturist, but that's not as conducive to being, right? You know, super mobile. So, right. No. Um, they're working on the same on the same project now, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, always like there's oppor <laughs> opportunity to be like to make money like wherever you go. I feel like so yeah. When I see absolutely. the opportunity arise, I'll capitalize on it. You know. Yeah. Um, did some. Um, contract work her brother has had a company still has a company um where he we had contracts to, like do some remodeling in a walmart mm -hmm. um, or do some quality control checks inside of a starbucks or something you just but, pick up a gig whenever you yeah, can yeah exactly absolutely. yeah i think that's what's amazing about meeting banners is like there's always money to be made whether it's online out in the real world like mm -hmm. i think there's always this mindset like oh i could never do that i don't have the money I could never live in a van. I could never travel the world, whether it's in the U.S. or in Europe. But there's always a way. You just yeah. have to be resourceful and be willing to spend your money on the things that are going to allow you to have that lifestyle. Right, right. It's not just resourceful, but accepting that money when it does come to you. And, and seeing that money when it comes to uh -huh. you. you know? Opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, being acceptive of that. Like, we've met some people that they do a brand ambassador work or it's a, a promotion where you're you're the guy on the street handing out like all all state insurance swag or coca-cola swag right you know like sometimes short we, term we, i gotta yeah. get paid right now right we did <laughs> yeah. that when we were in seattle and like we worked yeah. for a company we did a soccer thing for at&t and we made like 25 to 26 bucks an hour yeah and it was like two weeks long but you know what paid the bills for a while like, yeah 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 we worked for alaska airlines and we did all of the um Seahawks home games. Yeah, the hometown hangar. They had like a concert, and we were just like talking about Alaska Airlines and you know their new like sister companies and handing out some swag. And it was it was great. You meet people, you get to know the city, you, know, you get to know the cool places to eat. It's yeah. it's fun and it's really interactive. The idea of I've been <laughs> when I go on hikes and hang out by myself and just hang out with a dog, I. I go down these little, like, philosophical rabbit holes, you know? And, like, the idea that's been fucking me up lately is this idea of stability, you know? Like, we have this fetish about stability in the United States. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, in terms of, like, mortality and existential issues, there's no such thing as stability, you know? Right, yeah, like, right. we're almost done, dude. Right. <laughs> if you think about how many people have you met that work their entire lives. I'm talking like if you talk to your grandparents, they work their entire lives. I wish I would have done what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah. I wish yeah, I would yeah. have traveled more. Like yeah. I remember talking to, um, you know, uh, I worked my internship when I got my degree in college was um, I worked at an assisted living and mental health facility. Yeah. So many people in there are like, I wish I would have traveled more. Uh huh. Wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And that was one of the things. From Wow, like that really like hit home. Like, why are all these people wishing it? Like, why can't they? Why can't we do it now uh -huh. and make it socially acceptable instead of like, yeah. oh, you have you have to be a suit. Uh -huh. You know, you have to 
run this like you're a robot in society and you have to do these things you have to get married have kids have a job have this big house and a fancy car mm-hmm. and when i was young i'm like yeah i want to i want a fancy car yeah. sure i want a big house i want sure. i want to be a dad you know but really it's like that doesn't bring happiness to everybody happiness is like experiencing the world and experiencing someone that you love and you want to grow together with yeah you know and if they want the same thing it's cool if not then figure it out you find someone that makes it worth waking up every day and adapting to who they are and who you guys want to be yeah so that's what i think it's the long-term effect sustainability is about it's just finding your own inner happiness yeah you know sure they uh what the cliche goes um you never regret what you did only what you didn't do right that's what everybody says I've never met anybody who traveled and said, oh, I regret it. I regret quitting that job. I hate it. Like, that just doesn't happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and you might have only hated it because you, you were longing for something, that travel bug or something different. Sure. Right. If you never long for it, you're happy. Yeah. Right? If you're happy with your nine to five or cool. whatever you're doing, Great. awesome. Yeah. High five to you. You know, like, I'm happy that you're happy. But don't judge me for wanting something different or an alternative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But have you have you guys experienced like uh, um, pushback or stigma or anything from people that you actually care about? I mean, I know there there are people in the public who like uh, or whatever, but like like loved fuck, ones and stuff. Fuck them, right? right but yeah. yeah, like what about homies and and family and? Not yeah. me so much. Like my brother, so he traveled around. Like he was like a hippie like you know he's I guess 39 now so he like traveled from Alaska and went back down so he was like super supportive of it yeah um I think I've always been kind of around that so my family was super supportive my mine has been like I think pretty open-minded about it um I if they do kind of judge me they never really say anything <laughs> like they're like they're curious it's they like what what themselves. are you doing yeah they keep themselves they're I guess they're kind of reserved. Um, yeah. I do have an aunt and uncle that have kind of an alternative lifestyle. They have a resort um, that they go to like on the weekends and stuff. So they have a camper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, a, a bumper pool. So they, they get it and they, they, they're always like, wow, you built this van. You know, yeah, it's so they're cool. cool. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just like awesome people. Like yeah. they're the people that like you're cheersing in a hot tub with and there's like a couple right. of generations difference but yeah. they're still like super like wow what are you doing where are you at like mm-hmm. i love these guys yeah. you know and my and then like since we've done this my mom like she she has a houseboat um mm-hmm. my mom and stepdad have a houseboat they have a small boat and since they've been kind of talking about like we should sell this and let's let's get a sprinter conversion van you know mm-hmm. like yeah. so right now they're looking for this like sprinter airstream they don't want any like pop out rvs or anything because my mom still wants to be able to drive it they want to tour you know kind of drive around mm-hmm. so i think yeah maybe there are some like friends or something from high school or college are like well, what are they doing but most people that reached out yeah they're super supportive like cool. i could never do that that's so cool like you know they get the normal questions like oh where do you poop? Where do you, yeah, where do you poop? <laughs> you know, where do you shower? Where do you poop? I Which couldn't is like rough it. It's like the easiest fucking thing to take care it's of. Like, okay, here's the question though. Okay. What is your challenge? Like, because, you know, you live in a very different, this is a very small space. Yeah. You live in a different, a substantially different space from me. But like when people ask me where you shit and shower, it's like, pff, that's a dumb question. It's like, like where do you do when you go to the grocery store? Yeah, you have to exactly. go in the middle of your trip, you exactly. know, you just find you just, a spot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what, what are your challenges? Like, do you guys have anything that's like complicated or difficult or that you've figured out? 
or that was, and you figured out like a like a clever thing to or a clever workaround? I don't know if mine's clever. I think everyone does it, but like no one talks about it. So like for girls, especially like. He didn't want to get a toilet because he's like, I'm going to be the one cleaning it it's out. It's a lot, yeah. And I'm like, you're right. You will be. So That's <laughs> true. And we, I just accepted Boss the fact. Lady over here. I just accepted the fact. I talked to somebody. He's like, buy some latex gloves and just like. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just so do it. I've accepted the fact I'm going to have to clean he's the gonna, he's I'm going to buy one. a toilet and I'm going to have to be the one that cleans it. Right. But this is after the fact that like middle of the night, I'm like, it's okay. You know what? There are bathrooms everywhere. I'll be mm-hmm. fine. But the middle of the night or the early morning, I'm like, I have to freaking pee. What do I do? And. I think I just kind of figured, oh, you use a sh- like a shiwi, so it's like a funnel for girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah exa- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's it's got so, one. It's, it's a, quite a liberating and scary experience, like uh-huh. terrifying that you're going to pee on yourself. But yeah, that was, I mean, it's a common workaround. But nobody actually talks about it, I feel like, or I didn't So notice. Colette, I bought this for her when oh, we moved nice. into the van because I knew yeah. about it. Yeah. And... I mean, this is a little bit of a lot, but this is, we we share this. Yeah, we share a Starbucks mug. The mouth is just large enough for my (laughs) flaccid business. And um, and, uh, we we both pee into it Mm -hmm. at night. And she's actually been trying super hard. Don't steal this fucking idea. (laughs) But she's actually been emailing and and DMing P-Style. Because that's that one, which actually she has a shiwi and this mm-hmm. one. Somebody else gave her a shiwi, a different man who I'll kill someday. No, he was he was mansplaining to her why the shiwi is better, and then he oh ordered her and her coworkers a bunch of them, and she got it, and she was like, no, this thing, this other thing is still better. So this is the P style, and she's been trying to get in touch with P style. Like yeah. I want to work with you guys. Smart. Like, That's you genius. have shit. Yeah. Uh, you have shit social media presence yeah. and I believe in your product. Right. Whenever we go on a hike, she puts it in her back in her hiking backpack and she's just so happy every time. So many right. videos I'm shooting her from behind and she's like just like, "Oh, do you hear this?" That's so you hear this? funny. Every time like she uses it, I'm like, "I'm going to video this." She's like, "No, it's so embarrassing." Like you don't understand. Well, that's cuz I'm ridiculous me, because I'm, I'm like, terrified I'm going to pee on myself, so I take like everything off. Uh, <laughs> it, like she does it with her pants completely on, oh, you know? Right. Open her fly and just. I think put mine it in isn't there as good as that. Then yeah, mine's like yeah. flexible. The yeah. shiwi, so yeah, the shiwi, They're like the silicone. One. Oh, it's, the it's more like a funnel, and this is more like a trough. Yeah. Oh. You gotta check that out. We need to check that out. Like this thing is like, what's it called? The she trough? P style. P style. Oh. P dash style. Oh, interesting. I'm like, it's so yeah. liberating right. to be able to stand and like see a view That's and cool. like. Hear <laughs> yeah. it, you know. She. Yeah. The problem is she has too many. Uh, letters in her, in Colette in her name. She's like, my dream is to pee my name into the snow. And I'm like, that's a lot of pee, dude. Lot. You better drink that <laughs> times two. To, yeah. Um, I will say we had a clear style like that, um, and I got called out one time for like taking it into a porta potty to, to dump it. And so since then. We have a Starbucks cold brew, same size. Oh, something that's but opaque. No, 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 it's covered in like a, a Starbucks Rapper. label, so it's black. Ah. Oh. So now I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'll take it to Planet Fitness and dump it, or I'll just like put it in my shower bag. Like, who cares? And All right. I think I might, I might be open to a learning experience right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So my dog pees wherever he wants to, mm-hmm. and I dump this bottle wherever you want to right yeah yeah, me too in any permeable oh. so why were you taking it into to, the to toilet to clean it out oh to clean yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. yeah or the porta potty I, I don't know but 
Planet Fitness. Yeah, like, like when just... when it's like okay, like they get stinky as yeah, fuck. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, and you like, like you... mixing of the peas that has yeah, to make you... it worse, right? <laughs> okay, okay. We're vegan, so like the time we have asparagus, it's like. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, when we have asparagus, it gets raunchy. So it's like, you so got to clean gross. it. And it, if you, that's rarity. Like, normally we just get a new cold brew. Right, right, right. You know, but like when you're out in the desert or something, like, oh, man. I'm fucking reeks. Yeah, like yeah. this thing is like empty, but like I opened it to take my morning pee and it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Wait, hold so, on. I love that you were like, wait, am I not being environmentally friendly? Like, I no, just no, don't. No. no. <laughs> Well, you know, you're watering the flowers. People talk about it and stuff, and it's like uh, when I've lived in a house with a yard, I still pee outside sometimes. Especially in Southern California because we have no water, and I don't want to flush the toilet. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so I always pee outside, and they say that it's good for the plants, and as long as you pee pee on a permeable surface, it's yeah. But you know, like it's the sort of thing that my friends who have been fucked with for living in a van have been fucked Mm -hmm. with for is like oh, a resident. Or um, yeah, yep. Or I see that. A yeah, I don't cop do it. So I'm pouring yeah. the the vessel oh, pour- out. Or oh, whatever. really? Oh, well, wow. I wouldn't I've never do it in that. like a neighborhood or something. I guess we try to do I'm it brave. incognito. I'll pour it anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't like. It's someone's I, garden. They're yeah, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't fine. do that. Sean, don't pour it on the cop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe his shoes. If he's an ass, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like. <laughs> me, I, I grew up in Oklahoma, like, the best thing when I was a kid, and maybe my dad taught me this, maybe it's crude, but, like, you open the front door, and you pee off the porch. <laughs> it's like, no, no one's going to see me. Such I literally, like, my my house when I was a kid uh, faced, like, let's see, I think it's like a 50, yeah, 50 acre hayfield. Yeah. You had to have, like, a super, like, spotting yeah, yeah, yeah. scope to see what I'm doing out there. Uh-huh. You know, so, like, I would walk out and, like... And I have an older brother. That's it. And then so is my mom, my dad. Like, she, I feel bad for her. She was surrounded by three guys. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure she got used to it. Whatever. But we were peeing off the porch, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, Amira, as a kid, she would come home from work, and I'm sitting there, like, peeing. And she's like, ah, oh, what are you doing, you know? But it's just, there's nothing better than being out in nature and peeing out. I totally agree. <laughs> my favorite shit that I've ever taken, I was up trimming weed <laughs> in... Um, actually, this location was my favorite shit and my favorite shower <laughs> of my life. Okay. Um, I was trimming weed in Mendocino at this wonderful family's house, uh-huh. and uh, they had an outhouse. It was like a pit toilet, but it was an octagonal building, and there was no door on it. Oh, and so it's like you're yeah. completely sheltered, mm. and you're just looking into this like giant redwood forest oh man like pooping that's right? amazing and then the same sort of deal on the back side of the house there was a warm water shower that just looked over this giant canyon you know some oh. john steinbeck shit oh, and i'm just wow. butt ass naked like 100 degree water <laughs> taking a shower it was so I like nice, how you man. just said john steinbeck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right what else are we done did uh, we do it i think Oh, oh, uh, do you guys have an Instagram or a mm-hmm. business that you want to plug? Uh, sure. In case I ever get any followers. Yeah, of course. I'm sure you'll have tons. Sure. So, uh, well, we have a blog that, mm-hmm. oh, cool. I, yeah, Chasing the Wild Goose. So we talk about van life and exploring. Um, mm-hmm. And that's my Instagram as well. So Chasing yeah. the Wild Goose. Mine is just Sean Strasberg, but go to Chasing the Wild Goose. It's easier to spell. I'm in the bio. Um, other than that, uh, Wild Goose Creatives. If you need some social media management, 
hit us up. We'd love to take care of you. Yep. That's the name of the business, too. Hmm? Yep. Great. Wild Goose Creatives. Yep. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Good to this meet you. Fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. All right. All right, guys. We did it. That was episode number four, Bree and Sean. Uh, it was really good hanging out with those guys, and uh, I've, I've really enjoyed, as I meet people on the road, um, following them on Instagram, especially these nomadic folks, uh, because the content is so variable. Um, so give them a follow at Chasing the Wild Goose. Uh, give us a follow at From the Van. Go to www.fromthevan.com. Uh, to get directed to what sort of whatever sort of flavor of um, social media and media content you would like to have. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. If you've made it this far, I really appreciate it. That was episode number four, Bree and Sean of From the Van.